0: okay then good morning everyone very very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's trading opportunities so these markets are trying to digest uh, a whole range of um, I suppose important economic headwinds and uh, we'll uh, we'll see how these markets are reacting uh, to this current environment our, our, our base case is, is kind of further weakness uh, in the not too distant future but we'll um, we want to keep all options open of course we, we were able to get into a couple of winning trades yesterday that are performing quite nicely we're going to see how they how those are performing and um, see if we can kind of mitigate risk on those trades perhaps uh, now today is of course tuesday the um the third of october i needed to double check there um so yeah this uh, we're getting through this uh this year pretty swiftly uh final quarter of the year It's going to be really interesting from an earnings perspective now coming up over the next couple of weeks Um, we'll start getting some earnings coming through once more Um, and that will really potentially set the mood because um, we know that the Fed are trying to induce a recession and uh, it looks like there is the potential for that recession to be coming down the pipeline in in the coming weeks and months um, however, you need to start seeing the data start to reflect that particular um, that particular uh, agenda, let's say. So the Fed are very data-dependent. Um, the ECB, all these central banks are, are now saying data dependency. So let's have a strong focus on the data and let's, uh, let's also um, try to navigate with the data points in mind, knowing that the central banks are in the background, ready to raise or lower rates. Um, Okay, so um, let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a quick introduction then, um, all profitable traders, Need to be able to consider things like which markets to trade there's so many to choose from uh, more and more brokerages now are offering more and more markets it doesn't really help an awful lot because you kind of want to have a means in which you could identify where to focus your attention um, and there's too many to, to kind of choose from um, then it's about your levels where do you enter and exit these markets how do you manage risk where um, how do you manage each trades or successful outcome and trade and psychology all very important. A lot of education built around all these features, um, which is in your members area. And we do address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms, just to let you know. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach. If we're chopping and changing what we're doing and how we're getting into trades all the time, um, we have a means in which we can uh, understand the market conditions and then act accordingly, which is very different to chopping and changing your strategy. Uh, be accurate with the levels we use. Disciplined with our capital, and be patient. Sometimes it's, you're just required to be uh, to be really quite patient in these markets. Okay, so so firstly, then uh, if we look at yesterday, we've we, we've got a, a bank holiday in China for the for the whole trading week, um, so we don't have Chinese banks operating in these markets. Yesterday we had a bank holiday in Canada as well. Um, we had some mildly positive manufacturing numbers uh, out Um we're expecting 47.8 we saw a, you know, a slight uptick there with uh, manufacturing prices actually going down which is uh, equally important now we've had the Fed chair Jerome Powell uh, who was um, speaking at a roundtable event and there's a few articles in here as well if you want to sort of catch up. Um, so when, when it comes to um, inflation, they're getting there but very concerned when it comes to unemployment, they are you know, expecting are still a relatively strong labor force with this kind of soft landing uh, scenario being envisaged. Um, and interest rates is really on a kind of a, a wait and see basis uh, where they'll make decisions as and when the data comes in and I've mentioned that they're looking to be very kind of data dependent and there is this expectation that the Fed will raise rates one more time and um, uh, and the markets are are, are kind of trying to sort of discount that particular view. And I think that's one of the major reasons for the correction we've seen over the last uh, close to two weeks now. Okay, so today now, uh, overnight, we've had the RBA, they've kept the rates at 4.1. Uh, no surprise there, it's, it's pretty much what what was expected. And, and just on this rate sort of dynamic, um, we've got the U.S. Uh, ironically with the RBNZ are still in this kind of hawkish phase um, with even the Fed pausing over the last few meetings and uh, but still referencing the fact that we need to push rates higher. And if you can compare and contrast that with the with the Bank of England, uh, Bank of Canada, uh, the ECB, for example, the uh the rba they're of more of um uh, we, we've seen more dovish pauses i.e that there's concerns that we're going to pause now we're going to look at the data inflation is coming down we're getting there we may be lowering rates perhaps sooner rather than later or at least pausing at these levels so there's this sort of dovish aspect to most of these central banks having raised rates versus the fed which are very much um uh, looking at that Uh, okay so so let's see how these markets are playing out in terms of today really it's it's bank holiday in germany as well so that might have a pretty significant impact on the german economy um sorry no on the the volatility of the euro trading session so we'll, we'll have to bear that in mind it's quite a few bank holidays this week as you as you as you can see so now the focus starts turning to, to to the job numbers. We want to see some softening, or should I say the Fed want to see some softening, and that could very well start with um, the number of jobs that are available in the US economy. We were up at two jobs available for for every unemployed, uh, our person looking for, looking for work, let's say, and that number is coming down. If you look at it sort of historically, uh, I can't remember what year this goes back to. Okay, 2007. You can see we're up at incredibly elevated levels um, in these markets. Uh, so, up at these sort of 11 million jobs. Um, now we're down. So, it's come off the highs quite considerably. Will we see certain further improvement in terms of uh, lowering jobs? That would certainly. Um, that would certainly be kind of supportive of what the Fed are trying to do. So here you can see, perhaps more recently, the numbers we've been getting from non-farm payroll. And um, they really struggle to get these numbers that accurate. I think the best example of an accurate jobs number for quite some time was in August, where we were expecting 194,000 jobs and we saw 177. So the lower this number gets, it looks like we're going to get it lower again. Again, it supports the Fed's uh, position that you know, if it comes in still like a, a big number, Um we've been around this level before with some exponential, considerably higher numbers coming coming actually coming in. So it's one of these news events that it can be quite erratic. But if they're showing signs that this jobs number is is lowering significantly, and there's less of an employment change, it's kind of again, supporting that job jobs numbers, you know, there's a bit of um, uh, softening in these job numbers. And that's really what the Fed want to see. And the more softening there is, the less likely the Fed are to, to continue to push rates higher. um okay so we'll have that adp number we'll have opec as well um that's important to to stress oil markets we were sort of looking to see would they would they sort of move aggressively to the upside yesterday and we saw the opposite we saw a big old rollover so we need to um let's see if this is going on again tomorrow or not um adp so that's going to be our focus really i'm going to hear from the and OB, Z, which are looking to raise rates i um, sorry keep rates at 5.5 so it looks like we seem to be getting there right um and and everything sort of building up to this friday's non-farm payroll of course again we're looking at softening job numbers and that's really what the fed want to see um if 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 those numbers come in really strong, and we've still got a, a pretty um, we want to see some loosening if, if the job conditions and the job market still remains very, very tight, you know, somewhere around that full, full employment level, it does mean that the Fed will probably, it's certainly a supporting case to push rates a little bit higher from here and the market is is kind of trying to weigh that up currently okay so let's bring up our charts then let's show you what what we're in so we're able to get in on this sell trade for the dax um if i just just compare and contrast the us Um, the us has had to sort of navigate these well, if you look at the S&P 500, we've had to sort of navigate the 200 period moving average, and it's proven to be really quite a strong uh, support level. So we wanna keep that in mind. Um, But if you look to the the Euro zone, and you look at the DAX, you look at European equities and indices, you'll see we've had a, a decent move to downside already today. Uh, a little bit of a pullback but our expectation would be for further downside oil a really strong rollover yesterday we were wondering if we'd get a bit of a foothold and, and prices would start to, to push higher but no we had a really really strong rollover to the downside now the only thing is if we look at oil this is a strong pullback off the highs this is the pullback we were talking about i think back here oh, That there it was the, the pullback to the downside will we get You know a more meaningful pullback and the answer was no we started to rally very very quickly but once we hear from um opec plus we'll be able to ascertain whether that supply dynamic is likely to shift and uh if there'll be some again a little bit more positivity at these lower prices we'll have to wait and see so so if we look at the us indices then a little bit of indecision across the us we need to sort of see some more purposeful uh, price action we had some selling yesterday and then prices started to reverse across most of these markets a big move across Europe with the FTSE and um and the DAX a decent move to the side and also with the Nikkei so we're seeing these lower highs um and we've had a, sort of a, a small structural failure trade and then Yesterday we were sort of hanging around these previous monthly lows, and now it looks like we're actually beginning to break through this level to the downside. Um, so, um, just want to have a quick look at Bitcoin. Um, yesterday we saw a further rally to the upside. We kind of bounced off the. Twenty-eight thousand six hundred level which is strong resistance and and it rejected those levels pretty aggressively now we'll see if we can build back up to those levels so it's just a long-term period of sideways moving price action and look how accurate the lows are you know they're just very very within a, a relatively small number of uh of dollar differences between these very significant lows in such a, a volatile market it's quite impressive. Okay. So we're still quite bearish the indices, but the the opportunities are not that clear at this stage. right so it wouldn't be wise to get into oil at this stage we're still getting further downside in gold which is um incredible and this was the trade we missed last week we were we intended on selling below the 19.30 and we've just seen an exponential rally to the downside would have been a. Uh, an incredibly profitable trade and over the last few days we've been kind of waiting for a little bit of a pullback something that we could perhaps get into and it's it's not if, if you if you look at this price action you know it's 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 quite unique really with the the sheer sort of drop that we've seen um, really really good trade Okay. Um, Still, we kind of have to wait for that pullback at these lower levels. It's, it's, I mean, price action like this can make it um, seem a bit silly. But like, when we get these exponential moves, it's really difficult to just sell the lows, which is which is the only trade you could take in in, in a market like this, we were always expecting a little bit of a, a strong pullback and then perhaps get in again. And it hasn't really given it to us just yet. Um, Okay, so we're still in the euro dollar to the downside. So we're still with that dollar strength trade kind of bouncing off the lows. The dollar yen is really struggling to get above the, the 150 level. When it does, it might rally really quite aggressively. So the dollar Swiss. Again, exponential move, expecting a little bit of a stronger pullback so we could get the next trade to the upside and it was quite a shallow little rejection of these lows in the end. So we could still have that dollar dollar strength outlook so last week we got into this trade and it and it kind of pulled back and stopped us out and uh with this dollar strength over the last friday and then yesterday we've had that really strong exponential move for the dollar um really decent moves for that dollar across the board So dollar strength can really be at the forefront of our thinking. And the reason for that strength is very, very simple and very straightforward. It it is the safe haven. um, If you look at indices rolling over to the downside and this is kind of risk-off market condition, it is the safe haven of choice, and that's due to higher interest rates, so you get better yield. Um, If you can compare and contrast and if you understand that, if a central bank raises rates, it's generally positive for that currency. So we've had not just the risk-off trade, but also the fact that the Fed have been raising rates, and they are the rates are, are the highest in, uh, across all of these uh, central banks. So it's really been um, the, the the currency of choice um, to try and get those uh, attractive yields uh euro pound and it doesn't look like that's stopping anytime soon you keep hearing about how the dollar is going to reverse and and how it's game over for the dollar well we don't see any real conditions for that just yet Um, when they do there'd be a strong and it's probably when this recession actually hits that could be the pivot point when when this economic data starts getting poorer and the u.s economy starts performing weaker we'll probably see some uh some capital come out of the dollar at that point but really it doesn't look like we're we're near that just yet so we're always waiting for something to significantly change so making new progress to the downside for the for the yen pairs it's kind of hard to be an advocate of these trades but A lot of support down at these levels. So, um, let's look at the 156.58. 156.58. Um, and the pound yen is very slowly making progress. So below the one eighty eighty three one eighty eighty three pound yen. Yeah i would like to get into gold. So we've got um a dollar strength case, we've got uh indice weakness what we're looking for. Okay. Right. Let's uh, let's make amendments to our trade plan then. So yesterday. This time yesterday morning we were looking at quite a mixed market condition and then that market condition started to well deteriorate actually So it started to turn a little bit more bearish across the board And we were able to get into The euro dollar to the downside which became a bit of a no-brainer sell trade We could have added, you know, a bit of a dollar position yesterday. Um, we wanted to just sort of not get caught up in it in a lot of sort of choppy price action yesterday. But actually it proved, you know, very decent trading day. And we're gonna see if we get some some further moves today now. So um Potential US stroke EU sea weakness. Um Strength. Oil we, we we're not we wanna have a look at that oil trade with OPEC just yet. So we'll have a look at the URN. Um, looking to sell. Looking to sell below the one fifty six fifty eight. Actually, the pound yen. We're expecting a little bit of a move last week. We didn't really get it are still saying no we're gonna keep that we're gonna keep buying we're gonna keep that yield curve under tight control um, I'm not sure the market is beginning to believe them now anymore but it's certainly standing in the way just just yet and they keep talking about it's not so much the the levels it's more the volatility that they'd be concerned about which is kind of understandable I guess all right so look we've posted that into the chat box then for you So you can take that away. That's our trade plan for the day. Okay. Instead of mixed market conditions, we've got mildest mild, let's put that in there mild um, risk off. Okay, so there is this concern there is this sort of Fed interest rate hike type Dynamic, which is causing a bit of sort of nervousness in these markets. So, our market summary for the day is is mild risk-off market conditions. We're looking for a potential U.S. or European index weakness, i.e. the DAX and the and the, and the FTSE. Uh, we'll also be looking at potential for dollar further dollar strength. Um, further dollar strength we're also looking at the euro yen to sell below the 156.58 and we're looking to sell the pound yen below the 180.83 all right guys um so on that note uh we'll let you go thanks very much for joining us of course we've got these narratives beginning to play out it's really kind of around the the the, the kind of the, the the hawkish fed scenario at the minute so risk off indices lower dollar higher um those bond yields those uh um longer term bond yields are continuing to sort of increase sort of narrowing the um the inversion that we're seeing so maybe that recession is not too far away now and then um commodities have taken a bit of a, a strong Roll over to the downside. So we're firmly in this little camp. We're going to see how much continuation we get now today So any questions feel free to post them and just to let you know We do trade these markets fully live and interactive every single day from 8 a.m. For the European session every morning and then um, We're back in the afternoon 1245 for the US trading session. Uh, these are all UK times by the way so do check your local time um, and for more information just go to the live and um, Feel free to connect with us there through our website great stuff on that note guys thanks so much for joining us as always do take care and we're going to switch rooms now so we'll see you in just a minute's time all right bye for now